Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. Hello friends, welcome back to my podcast. Today's episode is going to be about the output writing activity called La Torre de Saber, the Tower of Knowledge. I learned this from Carrie Toth, and I tried it with my eighth graders this year, and we had a blast. So I'm going to tell you about how I did it and how it worked for me, and obviously you can make adjustments so that it works for you. So the main idea of this activity is for the students to kind of review something they've already been working with, some sort of input they've already done. We did this as a review activity to prepare for our writing assessment. So we were finishing up cycle one, phase one, which if you're familiar with stepping stones, is all about describing settings. So my students had, we had done picture talks and slide talks and all kinds of things. And so we were getting to the end of our unit and I was like, you know, I want them to get together in groups, have a collaborative activity to just practice writing as much as they can to describe different pictures in different settings. And so what I did was I broke my students up into groups of four. I I have small eighth grade classes this year. There's 16 in each class. That's not normal at all. We normally have about 25. Um, But I probably would have broken them up into groups of five if I had 25. I don't think I'd want more than that in a group. Um, So I broke them up into groups of four. And at first I was kind of unsure of how I was going to go about this because the idea is they're in groups and you're giving them something to write about. So it could be writing as many details about a story as they remember. It could be writing about um, like a class survey, like maybe you did a survey on preferences and the likes and dislikes. Maybe it's describing places or describing people or you put up pictures of people and they have to write as many descriptions in Spanish of that person. Whatever it is, anything they could write about you can have them do this for. So you would tell them in your group your challenge is to write as much as you remember about XYZ and you're writing one sentence in the target language on each note card that you have. Now I did find that this was, it ended up being rather wasteful of note cards. Um, Now I happened to have a student that was like, hey Miss Leppert, do you want this giant pack of note cards? Because I don't. So I didn't feel so bad about doing this activity. Um, And I probably wouldn't do it super often, often for that reason, but you probably could do it with paper cut into like fourths, but the students would have to be more creative because the paper wouldn't be as strong as a note card in the building portion of this activity. So the idea is the students write as many sentences in the target language on note cards, one sentence per note card, and then they, they have to build a tower, their goal or their challenge is to build as tall or as big of a tower as they possibly can using their note cards. So the incentive is write as many sentences as possible and f- write as much as you can because that gives you more note cards which makes you more likely to build a tower. And so as I kind of started the activity with my first class of the day, I was like, okay, I have four different pictures that I want us to review about one, you know, describing a setting in each season. And they're pictures that we've worked with in class before. So I'm using a familiar topic because my students are novice high, intermediate low. We're starting to bridge that gap between familiar and unfamiliar context. So I'm like, well, since it's our writing and since it's kind of like a review, I'm going to do familiar and I'm going to let them use their resources if they want to. So they have some notes written down. They have some write and discuss written down. Anything they basically had, I let them use because, again, it's review. 
And I want to also teach them those skills in general because they're middle schoolers of like, hey, if you have resources to use, use them. That's not cheating. Because going into high school for other classes, and especially there are Spanish classes in high school because they are not CI-focused classes and they are more traditional grammar, textbook, vocabulary memorization, they're going to want to learn how to use notes and how to use those resources. So instead of just letting them go ham on writing their sentences and starting to build right away, I kind of scaffold it into even smaller pieces so that I could make sure that they're actually trying their best and being, being honest about what they're writing. So what I did, and again, I'm not sure that Carrie runs hers the same way or if, um, if you know, other people have spoken about this before because I've only learned, just learned of this idea from her recently and then just decided to wing it in my class. So what I did was I, I gave the groups a stack of note cards and I told them that they were going to have X amount of minutes to write about the picture I put up on the projector because I had four pictures to go through. Now I did this as an activity to basically take up the majority of our class. You could do this as an activity for like student application and assessment um, to kind of wrap up the end of your class, but you would probably just give them less time and that would totally be fine. And you could have them only write about one picture. Maybe they end up with 10 cards total and have to try to build a tower. That's fine. But I really wanted to make it just kind of like a fun competition, entertaining, push them as much as possible, use as much language as possible because we were preparing for our test. So it's pretty much what we did the whole class that day. Uh, so I had the students, I said, you're going to write about this one picture for four minutes or three minutes. I don't remember how long. One sentence per card. Everyone needs to be doing something. And some groups figured out a strategy to have one person be the writer and other people like give ideas. But then they, as they realized, as the game went on, they were only getting like five cards done in a round where the groups that had more than one people, more than one person writing, were getting like 10 or 12 cards written. So they started to figure out these different strategies, right? Some groups had all four people in their group writing. But here was the kicker. This is what I think was the key to success for my groups. Since my eighth graders have had me for four years, they've had me teaching them CI for four years, they had our other Spanish teacher teaching them CI for a few years before that. A lot of them have had Spanish since kindergarten. This is the fourth time that we've done describing settings. Now, obviously, we emphasize different things. We use more, more advanced language, more complex language. But I told them, I said, you cannot write fifth grade level sentences for these cards to count. You cannot just say, it's sunny. I need, and I gave them connecting words, and, but, or, although, in addition, I gave them some of these because I gave them some of these ideas. And I said, you have to have more than one idea in a sentence. So if you want to talk about the weather, you can't just say it's sunny. You could say it's sunny and it's hot. So again, I'm trying to push them to get past that, the more complex sentence levels, because that's going to help them bridge into that intermediate level. It's going into consistently writing in sentences and going beyond simple sentences, right? It's starting to make more complex language, which pushes them up the actful profi proficiency level, the performance descriptors. So what I did was I said, at the end of your four minutes to write about this one picture, pile up your cards. I'm going to come around and check them. And any cards that have English on them, any cards that are re repeating cards, so if four people in the group are writing and all four wrote the same description, they didn't count. If any of the cards are fifth grade level sentences, I'm taking them out and you don't get to use them to build. So that helped hold the groups accountable for actually writing what I expected. 
Did I care if their grammar was perfect? No. Did I care if their spelling was perfect? No. But I was looking for ideas and effort. So I gave them four minutes to write about one picture. I went around and quickly checked the cards from each group. And I'll be honest with you, some groups I had to take three, four, five cards in that first round. And then they were like, oh, we better actually like work together to pay attention to make sure we're not all writing the same thing or we're writing more advanced ideas. Or if I don't know how to say something, I should ask my group members. And that, going back to my episode about going beyond language acquisition, if you haven't listened to it yet, that re-emphasizes some of the things I talked about there, that sometimes these activities that I do are not just about language acquisition and practicing their writing. It's about working together. It's about cooperation. It's about leadership. It's about not leaving someone behind in your group because the whole group is going to suffer if one person decides to go rogue and not play along. So they learned real quick that they needed to kind of check their own, make edits, make modifications. They kind of had a process where one person would write a card and then the other person in the group would check it or they would look over them when they had 30 seconds left to make sure that they could make those changes or make them meet my expectations. So then I switched the picture and I said, okay, you've got you know four minutes to write about this picture, go. And I would of course circulate the room, make sure they're on task. I didn't let them build at all until after I had checked all of their cards. So we repeated that process for four, four pictures. So they spent about 16 minutes writing. I would say it probably took me two minutes between each round to check the cards. And then at the end, I looked at kind of how much time we had left in class. I have about 45 minute classes. So I told them, you know, you have X amount of time to build the tallest tower possible. And I said, you can't use, I decided to do height. You don't have to do height. You could do like the sturdiest tower or something. Um, and I, I was like, you can't use anything to help you. All you can use is the note cards. They're like, can we bend them? Yeah, you can bend them. So a lot of students were get, getting really creative about like, oh, well, this kind of shape will give it more stability and we can add a base. And it was really neat to see them kind of brainstorm and come up with that idea. Um, and then, you know, as I counted down, I said, stop. And then what was funny is that so some groups were like trying to quote unquote copy the ideas of other groups for how to build because their towers were like crashing down. And then the other groups were like, stop copying us. And I'm like, oh dear. I said, well, maybe you should do a better job blocking the other groups from watching you build. Or I don't know, worry less about what they're doing and work on building yours taller and higher. Um, and some of the groups came up with really impressive towers, but at the end of the day, everyone had fun. Yes, some groups always take it a little too seriously. They got to practice their writing. They got to feel confident about coming up with lots of ideas. Because some of the times when they're writing, like there's different purposes for writing in class, right? Sometimes your writing is to check for fluency. So you're like, okay, you're going to do a five or 10 minute free write to write as much as possible to express your ideas so we can see how quick. Right? And sometimes we want them to be more crafty with their writing and give them more time or as much time as needed so that they can finish the task at hand. And I feel like this was a good combination of the two because then when we got to their writing assessment, it aligned very closely to how they were practicing except they had specific things that they needed to include in it. And so the Tower of Knowledge was a super fun activity. Again, I don't know if you'd want to find a different resource to use or if you have things that are maybe like erasable. Like ideally, it would be great if I could find like laminated note cards so that I, they could use dry erase markers so that I could like constantly reuse them. But like that's a lot of work. I'm not going to spend my time doing that. I'm just going to be aware of the waste that I'm creating from the activity and only do it, you know, a couple times a year. 
So I hope that you try this. Let me know if you use this activity, how you do it, any tips or tricks that you have learned, and have fun with it. Let me know how it goes if you give it a try.